Welcome to Try Try Again, the movie club that's made up of people you probably don't know or care about, and you. I'm your host, Todd Perkins. Joining me this episode, if jokes were groceries, I'd stuff them into a bag and throw them into the back of my van. Stephen Comstock. <laughs> I didn't get that at all. <laughs> and she's hotter than a Mexican oven, Jessica Perkins. <laughs> to be mexican because it's hot in mexico but aren't regular ovens (laughs) yeah but it's hotter because it's an oven in mexico because mexico's hotter hotter. gosh closer to the equator guys come on science i don't think that's science i think that's geography (laughs) (laughs) geography which is a science. science This is the Die Hard episode. We watched it and for some reason feel like we need to give it a review score, even though we know nothing about film. So I'm going to start and give it my review score. Um, and then afterwards, we'll talk about it. I'm going to give it a nine. Um, I loved it. Like just initial thoughts were there's a lot of cheesiness to it, like 80s cheesiness that I just ate it all up. It was satisfying to me. Um so yeah, I give it a nine. Jess, what'd you give it? I'm giving it an eight point five. I also loved it. There were some, I don't know. I I loved it a lot at the beginning, and then it kind of like I started like noticing things that bothered me. But I really really liked it, and I thought it was funny, and I really liked it. <laughs> Stephen, what about you? I also gave it a nine. Um, I didn't find it cheesy, really. I mean, I guess it is cheesy kind of looking back but i thought they i thought they made it made it made out pretty well making it feel like he's the underdog and he could lose at any minute but he still overcomes all the obstacles i thought it was great yeah maybe the the cheesiness for me could have just been all in my head because (laughs) you know the the um the terrorists come in and when I first saw them, I was like, these guys look like a German metal band. <laughs> that like, is they're the scorpions. They, thinking, they really weren't intimidating at all. Like, yeah. I was thinking they're going to come in singing Robbie Like a Hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie Like a Hurricane. Yeah, like, I mean, they Rocky looked like, like, the sco- they looked like scorpions. So they did. One of those dudes had like majorly womanly hair, like not even like rocker hair, but like like he blow dried it with a curly brush every day. Yeah, I think all of them were taking lessons from like uh, uh, what was that? What's that model's name from the 80s? That male model? Oh, Fabio. Fabio. Yeah, Fabio. they were all Fabio, man. They loved Fabio a lot. <laughs> they were Fabio. That was great. Uh, so that was one thing I thought was like. I, I guess it was cheesy, but it wasn't really cheesy. It was just a lot of stuff going on in my head with, like, things that happened in the movie, and that was one of them. Um, so, Jess, did you think it was cheesy at all, or did anything pop into your mind when I talked about it being cheesy? You know, I can't think of a specific cheesy thing, but I blame it on you because we had to pause the movie, like, halfway through to do something, and then... Todd said something like, this is kind of cheesy or something like that. And then I feel like I loved it to that point. And then I just started like thinking. Really? I started being like critical of it after that. that so. can, I could only think of one really, really cheesy part. And luckily it was at the very end, which was when Al shot the, <laughs> <laughs> sh- 
shot the guy at the yep. very end. That was like that was beyond cheesy. That was like classic eighties cheesy to the max scene. But other than that, I thought the I thought the whole movie was great. I didn't once stop and think it was cheesy. Yeah, I think I think it's Todd's fault. Yeah, way to go, Todd. <laughs> I think everything's cheesy, I guess. I mean I mean, I think though that that part that you mentioned is like the perfect example of the cheesiness though. It's like I also loved that part. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like he's kinda like turning back into like a regular cop again but it's also super corny okay i thought for example okay really he's going through the whole movie without wearing shoes no that is the best part of i the love movie. that part man that was i did great. not like it i did not like it okay i'm not saying i didn't like it i thought it was like real it was just like not very believable to me no that he was didn't cool. have shoes what's unbelievable about that <laughs> just find some dang shoes man <laughs> well he did try to get the shoes off the one uh, that's guy. right that's right and he made uh, fun of his he girly just gave feet up after that <laughs> i don't know remember did the other terrorists not wear shoes? Why didn't he try yeah, to get their shoes? Why? Did, yeah, that's true. Why didn't he keep trying? Maybe they all had small feet because they're... Maybe he just assumed they all had wussy small feet. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought it was... I Yeah, I mean, I really... I loved it. You know, I gave it a nine. But it's just like... Oh, I don't, believe, I don't I believe was, your nine. I don't believe it. <laughs> it's a real nine, dude. I mean... <laughs> I like it. I laughed out loud a lot, but I also, I thought it was cool at the same time. You know, I really liked the whole Bruce Willis. Okay, Bruce Willis as a New Yorker. I thought that was a little cheesy. And he's like, California. You know, with his like. <laughs> he <laughs> never what? said that. Yes, he did. He about. said it twice. He, he, was, it. he was awesome as a New Yorker. I thought it was awesome. He did. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was amusing and I, I loved it. <laughs> But it also was like a little bit cheesy to me. No. And uh, I'm telling you guys, though, I did think it was that part. Those parts were cheesy, but it made me like them more, I think. All right. Um, any other of, parts? Yeah, go for it, Jess. Oh, I just say, speaking of Bruce Willis, like, I seriously think that the next movie besides Die Hard that I've seen him in, or like, I guess the the earliest movie I've ever seen him in is Armageddon, where he's, like, all old and bald and stuff. So it was really cool seeing him, like, young and kind of muscly and stuff. Not in, a, like, a weird way, but just, like, hey, he was a young guy at one point, and he is really likable. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, it was it was weird seeing him super young. I mean, I've seen him in other movies when he had, like, a full head of hair and stuff, but... It was just, it was weird going back because I, I think I, I just saw like one of the last diehards pretty recently. And yeah, he's like, and what was that? There's another movie that he's in called um, Red. That's pretty cool. But he's, it's, I mean, Red stands for retired, extremely dangerous. So <laughs> he's supposed to be like an old man in it. And, and he kind of is. So yeah, it was cool. Like seeing him in his prime. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. I like him, you know? It made me like him more. So I got a question for you guys. This is an important topic to discuss about Die Hard. Die Hard? <laughs> die Hard. Never mind. That's a completely different movie. That's yeah, a different movie. I shouldn't be talking about that movie on this show. Oh. Just remind me to return that when I... When oh my recording. gosh, all right. Okay. 
Is it a Christmas movie? Mm, uh, no. Yes. I would go with yes, because there's a lot of movies that are Christmas movies that the only thing about them is that they happen at Christmas time. I can't think of any, really. Gremlins I mean, is like that. Yeah. Gremlins, Gremlins even like Home Alone, it, eh, I mean. No, Home Alone is way more Christmas. Yeah, it is way more Christmas, but it's like the about Christmas robbers is in your face, and stuff. But yeah, exactly. It's not about Christmas. It's about robbers. But yeah, the yeah. Christmas definitely is in your face a lot. But is it a Christmas movie just because it happens around Christmas time? Does that make a movie a Christmas movie? Yeah, see, I don't know. I think even Gremlins was more more Christmassy than Die Hard. Yeah, well, in Gremlins, like, I mean, the 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 Mogwai was a gift. Yeah, it was a Christmas present. Oh, then there's that one scene where the Gremlins are singing Christmas carols. Right. Which our kids sing constantly. <laughs> the Gremlins do. Christmas Carol. It's beautiful. But anyway, back to Die Hard. I say yes, it's a Christmas movie, and my evidence is. Uh, well, yeah, there's a Christmas party, and you no, know, it's not you know all about Christmas, but there is a Christmas rap in it, and it ends <laughs> with a Christmas song in the credits. So that's where I'm gonna vote my yes with, for Christmas on that one. Christmas. Oh, dude, okay, I want to talk about a character, Theo. Theo was the dude who was the computer guy. Oh, uh, okay. The terrorist on the terrorist team. Right, right. I break like in, that break guy. into the safe. I yeah, did too. He was about really that, cool. Yeah, that guy was really likable for some reason. Yeah. Kind of glad they didn't kill him off, you know? Maybe they'll do a spinoff movie about him someday. Yeah, what did it? He just got, he was in the getaway ambulance and the guy, the other guy smashed into him, right? Yeah, the Argyle rammed it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Argyle was awesome. Yeah, he was really cool. Loved that guy. Every time it showed him, it was hilarious. <laughs> Even though I, I don't, I, I find it hard to believe that a guy like John McClane would uh, entertain how annoying he was on the drive to the to the party. Oh yeah, yeah. So if somebody that. like started asking me about my marital problems and I didn't know them, I'd probably punch him in the face. Yeah. Also, <laughs> why was he sitting in the front of the limo? Because he's a cop. He, he doesn't no, sit like, in the back. Do you of even limos? limo, bro? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that how you ask that question? Yeah, it is exactly how you ask that question. <laughs> well, I think he did. He did mention like he doesn't. He's never been in a limo, and he, it was like he wasn't sure how to. Yeah, he didn't know one. where to sit. Yeah, so I think it was supposed to be funny. Argyle was just great. I think he, he was, was one great. of my favorite parts of the movie. He was awesome. There was a scene where he was like listening to the radio as like John McClane was talking to the police, like director not the the good one but the one who messed everything up and john was just like yelling it at him and ripping him a new one and argyle was just like laughing like yeah that's, that's I don't right know. it was so funny yeah that was good, was good. i remember that part random fact i looked it up mcbain from the simpsons is actually a play on john mcclain so ah, i always thought he was arnold schwarzenegger well, uh, I think he's, you know, he's an 80s action hero kind of guy, you know, oh, so like okay. his name and his, it's got like a weird name like Arnold and then, but his, his name in the movies, McBain is a play on McClane. Oh, I see. So the actor, oh, well, I guess that's not important. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up because uh, I thought it was interesting. That is interesting. All right. Okay. Cool parts. C4 in the elevator shaft. Yes. Oh, dude, not, the best part was 
Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yes. my gosh. Yes, that was so cool. That was so cool. Which I is w- funny, though, because another reason why, I, uh, why I, that supports my, um, my cheesy analysis of it is, why didn't he just stealth kill all these guys? You know, he's doing a good job at it. He had no reason well, the ho- to the announce it. Hostages would, would be put in danger. If, like, if you and your bunch of your friends were getting killed and you don't know who was killing them, I would start, you know, being, I, I would take a hostage and put them in danger. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, I guess he technically could have done that even though he was kind of slowly killing them. He could have just started shooting hostages until he came out. Yeah. But... I don't know. I guess Hans isn't that smart. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of surprised, I guess, because we grow up in a, kind of a different generation where our movies are like, just kill everyone. I was kind of surprised, like, why doesn't he just, like, kill some of these people? Not that I wanted him to, but I was like, he's quite a nice terrorist. You know? <laughs> Terrorists <laughs> nowadays are such jerks. They don't, have... <laughs> <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> He was a nice looking man. He had a nice little trim goatee. He was surprisingly polite. Yeah. He was. I think most of it was uh, because of his accent. Made him seem more polite than he actually was. Yeah. Yeah, he did shoot that guy right in the face. Yeah, he shot two guys right in the face. Yeah, the the second guy oh, deserved yeah. it. Yeah, he was a tool. Oh. He deserved it. Yeah, he beard, was awful. Beard. He needed to go. <laughs> beard. <laughs> what was his name? Ellis? I think his yep. name was Ellis. Yeah. But everybody knew him as Beard. <laughs> yeah, everybody knew him as Beard. <laughs> he kind of looked like he didn't belong in the 80s. I don't know, like his face, maybe I'm, he just reminds me of someone I know. But he just looked more like, I don't know, history his, maybe. His suit yeah. was pretty 80s. It was all big and baggy. Yeah. But, I don't know. He, he, I'm just gl- I'm glad he got shot. Yeah, me yeah. too. Everyone was rooting yeah, for I that, so. I think. He was more offensive than the terrorists. going back to the guy's feet all right how about in cool scenes when the terrorists shoot the glass yeah and then mclean's stepping in the glass and he's just like this bloody mess as he's going along man i i was thinking why don't you just uh kind of make a little spot and well i guess he was the guys were still in there shooting at him right as he ran through the glass okay that was great him shooting the guy through the table you know the dudes like walking all around. Oh, yeah, boom, boom, boom. I liked it when uh, when Hans pretended to be one of the hostages. Oh, that was great. Also, yeah. when Mc- I, it was funny because you could tell the whole time that John McClane didn't believe him. Like he had, it was like you could tell he had a hunch that something was off. So he kept testing him, yeah, trying to see what his deal was. And he finally eventually got it out of him with the with the empty gun because he he asked him his name and he was like checking the the list of names behind them. Yeah. And I don't know how he came up with a name on the board, if it was a lucky guess or if he. Yeah. He must've talked to one of the hostages or, or something. Yeah. 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 And then, but then he gave him the empty gun and yeah, that was, that was a really good, that was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah. That was that great. Was cool. I can really see how <laughs> this movie is a classic, you know, and why so many people love it so much. Like, yeah, there's just a lot, a lot of cool parts. Like, the plot's really cool as it is, but so many parts where you're just kind of cheering at the screen for all the coolness that's happening. Well, well, I mean, one of the points, I think, of this podcast is to see old movies that stand the test of time. Yeah. 
you know, like if that movie came out today, would it be a good movie or would it, you know, was it only good back, you know, a long time ago and it's kind of been, you know, it's, it's just crappy now because it's old and dated and obviously old and dated, you know, but I think this is a great example of a, a great action. It's just a great action movie. There's, it's not, you know, over the top, stupid. Like, I mean, that's how a lot of action movies are now. They're just way, yes. way over the top. And, and they kind of just pull it off because of, you know, good special effects. But, you know, this was just a, a classic action movie that is, it was awesome then and it's still good now. I agree. And I, I kind of feel like because it was made in the 80s before they got like all this special effects crap that it was even better. Like I found the action stuff to be super refreshing because it wasn't like un- all this unrealistic stuff yeah. that never happened. It was like, oh yeah, that's really cool. Like he has to be creative, but not unrealistically creative. So yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think about like being 80s, it really made me want to watch more 80s movies. You know, I think of like Predator and Rambo and that kind of stuff. Uh, because there, there's just a special feel in these 80 movies. Like back in the 80s, you know, even the video games were all about who's the best, who can get the highest score in the game, and and who can lift the most weights and be the buffest and the toughest and, and all this kind of tough guy stuff. And there's just a particular attitude that goes with the 80s action movies that I just, I love so much. Me and, too. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah, really it, engaging and just good. They hold up really well. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, and the, the problem was just in the 80s, every action movie was like that. So it kind of burned out. Yeah. But the the good ones like this one and, and I'm sure some of the other classics, um, they're still great, even though every movie was, you know, if it was an action movie, the star was, you know, either a kung fu master or... He could kill everybody with a handgun and that's all he needed. And he was super ripped and, you know, halfway through the movie, his shirt inevitably got ripped off. And <laughs> I don't even remember at what point his shirt was gone. I just remember <laughs> all of a sudden he wasn't wearing a shirt. And I was like, he had a tank top on the last scene, I think. And I don't think he took it off. Did he I wrap it around his foot? I feel like one of the things Maybe, oh, yeah. wrapped around his foot or that's, something. That's I don't possible. know. It, he it did, did wrap something around his foot. It, probably it did was. slowly degenerate kind of throughout the movie. It got ripped and then ripped some more, and then eventually it was just completely gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was great. Also, how about the end when he's got the gun taped to his back? Yeah. And the, and the guy's referencing the yippee Kaye line, which was awesome, by the way. Great line. <laughs> and... and He's like laughing really hard, and then he pulls out the gun, blows him away. I, just yeah. great. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. And even the very end too, I, I thought uh, Hans was gonna shoot his wife when when he was hanging and he's pointing the gun up at the end when he's like holding on to the her her Rolex, Watch. you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, dude, he's going to shoot her right in the face. Even if he did, her awful perm probably would have stopped a bullet. (laughs) (laughs) It's weird in 80s movies because I feel like the guys kind of stand the test of time, like with their looks. And the girls, it's so obvious. Yeah, wasn't she wearing, like, what was she wearing? Wasn't it like a one piece jumpsuit? 
I think I so. I it had some like seriously sharp shoulder pads. Shoulder going pads on. and perm. So, was like she was almost like at, straight out of Kiss or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> some like weaponry on her shoulders. Her perm was wicked, man. She yeah. was not messing around with that perm. <laughs> it is sad, that, like Jess was saying, like really, like '80s dudes, like Bruce Willis looked great. Yeah, you know, I was like, I wish dude. I looked like that guy. I mean, even even Ellis, the tool, like I, he's a handsome guy. Like he looks normal. Like he would fit in today. But the women are just the clothing and the hair. Yeah, they're wearing so like weird. She looked like she fell out of a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great description of '80s attire. '80s women attire. <sighs> <laughs> She's like, her hair is like the leftovers of a blow-dried poodle or something. <laughs> um, One thing I really liked was their kind of like love story throughout the whole movie. I thought it was really cool that, um, I don't know, they were so humble. Like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. But just that it wasn't like, yeah, we're, you know, we're separated and it's over. And, you know, they both like were they both obviously still loved each other and i don't know i don't know how to explain what i'm thinking but i just feel like that wouldn't even happen in today's world like they would not move to different states and still have contact with each other or love each other or give a yeah. crap about each other and i thought that was really sweet and throughout the whole movie he you know he cared about her and and his little monologue to her over the police radio was really sweet. Yeah, I like that. I, I think one of the things talking about like modern versus like the 80s kind of movies, like action movies, it's like in modern movies, it seems like they're exactly one part action, one part comedy, and one part romance. And I feel like Die Hard is an action movie and it never forgets that it's an action movie mm. and when it when it has a funny line it doesn't destroy the action it doesn't take you out of the action yeah and I, I was thinking of like the newest terminator movie terminator genesis where i you know i'm entertained by the movie but like the jokes were like too jokey mm. yeah. and so it pulls you out of it and the romance was like too forced and too prevalent and it, it gets annoying. And I think with Die Hard, it's like this the, the romance story was definitely there, but it never tried to overshadow the fact that this was an action movie. This was about Bruce Willis kicking some serious terrorist butt. All right, now let's talk about our questions. Jess, what's your question? Okay. My question, if they made a Die Hard musical, what would the hit song be called? in the musical and if you feel so inclined what would what would it look like on stage because i have you know all these things going through my mind of what it what the characters would be doing because i've seen a lot of musicals but anyways uh todd bonus points if you sing it (laughs) (laughs) well man if you sing it i'll just let you win (laughs) um well my song was yippee ki and, and they, they put on cowboy hats and they prance around the stage and uh, it turns into a Western all of a sudden. And 
Um, Bruce Willis definitely has, or the character who plays him, because it's probably not going to be Bruce Willis singing. He's going to have two guns instead of one, and he's going to be <laughs> waving them around willy-nilly and uh, with a beautiful cowboy hat and probably chaps. Uh, nice. That's how I feel about it. yippee ki is the song. I like it. And there's probably going to be lots of swears in the song. Well, right. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steven. All right, I have a couple of songs. <clears throat> my first Good. song... My first song would be called, Who Needs Shoes? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it would just, it would be kind of the, the show opener, you know? He would, I, I don't know, I don't have the words, really, but it would just be about him. He would just be singing about who needs, who needs shoes. And it would be kind of, a, it would kind of have like a happy, fun uh, right. sound to it. It's a fun and, snappy. Yeah. And then his second song big number would be now I have a machine gun and it would be him <laughs> and somebody else maybe him just holding a machine gun and he would be dancing around with the machine gun talking about how happy he is that now he finally has a, a weapon that he could use against the terrorists and then my third song oh my gosh wow <laughs> would be towards the end of the movie and it would be called I wish I had shoes and it would be after he's walked oh, no. through the glass <laughs> and his feet are all bloody. And he would be talking about how much he wish he would have just kept those small shoes. They would have been better than nothing. So. <laughs> to kind of go back to the first song and wrap yeah, the whole thing exactly. up in a beautiful package. Exactly. Yep. Nice. That's what I got. I'm impressed. Mine was also going to be called Yippie Kaye MFers. Um, and, but I had a different vision for what it would look like. The stage would be dark. Obviously, there would be a spotlight on Bruce Willis' character. And he has just gotten off the walkie-talkie with the guy, and he feels like like he feels really vulnerable, like he's acting tough, but he just doesn't know if he's going to be able to make it. And he's singing this like really kind of sad ballad song. And then another spotlight shines in a different part of the stage on... Hans and he's also singing the song and they're like harmonizing but not with each other they don't know that they're both singing the same song you know they're it's just like one of those dramatic things where they're they're both really in agony but then it like picks up and turns into a fun song and like the hostages and the rest of the terrorists are all like dancing and singing and it's that's my song that's awesome love it love it <laughs> All right, my question is, if there were a spin-off movie starring Powell. Al Powell. Best name ever. <laughs> what would it be called? And if you so please, what would it be like? What would, what would happen in it? Jess, what do you got? I have a name. I don't really have a plot. The name of the movie would be Live Soft. It's kind of the opposite of Die Hard. <laughs> And it's just about... That's awesome. <laughs> I love it's... that so much. <laughs> I guess it's just about his day-to-day, -day, you know. It would be mostly like the Twinkie scene at the oh. gas station over and every scene would be like that. Oh. oh, side note, side note. Okay. So he's getting the donuts at the gas station. No, he wasn't. He was getting Twinkies at the gas station. Huh? <laughs> I love when... 
when McLean is talking to him and asking him what's in a Twinkie, and he lists all the oh. ingredients by <laughs> he heart. Knows. <laughs> Oh, so good. That was funny. Excellent movie, Jess. What do you That's got, good. Steve? All right, mine would be called Powlin' the Streets. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and it would be, I'm not sure if mine would be a movie. I'm thinking more like a mini series, and it would be several episodes of just the adventures <laughs> that he gets in. Powlin' the Streets. <laughs> awesome. Oh, I love it. I called mine. Uh, I I thought of two. Um, one of them was Diet Hard, <laughs> and uh, just the adventures of him and his his weight loss. His problem with diabetes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> his love of Twinkies. His secret affair with Twinkies. <laughs> My other movie was Cry Hard. <laughs> Which was uh, about the story of where he shot the kid. Oh, sad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is really sad. <laughs> but hilarious. Oh, my gosh. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a terrible person. <sighs> you are. Very uh, hard. Live soft. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> All right, Stephen, what's your question? Uh, my question was, if the roles were reversed and it was Al Powell trapped in a New York building and it was John McClane on the job driving his patrol car and he's the one that pulled up to the building to find it full of terrorists, what would happen? I was thinking, I'm picturing him, well, instead of like looking for weapons, he's like looking for Twinkies. That's what he loves. He's not a fighter. I mean, remember, he's a desk guy. So he's looking for Twinkies. He, in, in looking for Twinkies, he's looking inside of an air vent for some reason. He gets stuck, but still Because <laughs> he's fat. Because he's <laughs> I've got so many jokes. So many dimensions of the funniness of this guy. I think I watched too much like 90s Simpsons. It's just stereotypes. Just the first thing that comes to mind with everything. So he calls up McLean and he's like, ah, I'm stuck in this thing. I'm stuck in this bed because I'm so fat. Also, there, there would have to be a line. I shouldn't have had that Twinkie today. And then he shrugs and then he falls through the vent. <laughs> Uh, uh, it's funny to me <laughs> i think it's hilarious <laughs> all right jess you gotta go I'm, I'm done i've dug myself into a big enough hole this episode okay so oh, obviously man. powell so would good. not do things i'm imagining he'd probably oh. stay in the room oh powell is that his name yeah yeah he'd stay in the room he was at and just huddle in a corner with his snacks and i don't i don't know he i I don't know how he would get a walkie-talkie in that circumstance, but let's just pretend he has one. And he calls McLean, and I just see McLean like scaling the building to get inside <laughs> and stuff, and like just taking over. Like all of a sudden, it becomes his movie because he like takes over because this guy's just sitting in a corner eating Twinkies. That's all I got. Hey, right. so fattest over there. What? No, that's what he would do. 
Is fattest a word? If fattest is a word that it I just made not. up 10 seconds ago. <laughs> well, if it, if it didn't exist, Jessica just made it happen. You know, no. The, the movie gives... <laughs> Jessica made it happen. <laughs> what a jerk! The movie gives enough evidence of his love for Twinkies that that's what he would do. Fair enough. Fair enough. So fattest. Well, don't feel bad, Jess, because my movie is pretty close to the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he would just be at the very beginning of the movie, and he would maybe find a radio, and maybe with his dying breath after the terrorist shot him, after he <laughs> very clumsily tried to get away, would be able to get a hold of John McClane, and then he would just like kick the door and kick the door in and start busting butts like he. Uh, or heads, because you don't bust butts. <laughs> what? What? Well, anyway, so he he would get a hold of John McClane at the beginning of the movie, and then he would be killed, and then John McClane would take over from there. And... You're going to kill him? You're going to kill him off in his own movie? No. Well, he maybe should work out or something. Come on, man. <laughs> No, he live a little just... softer, dude. <laughs> he's soft. about as he's about as soft as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like that's it for talking about Die Hard and our reviews and questions. Yeah, by the way, we've watched this movie on a service called VidAngel. We we all watched an edited version of this movie, and we like VidAngel. We're not sponsored by them, but we'd like to be. So, VidAngel, if you're listening, <laughs> give us money, please. VidAngel is cool, though. It's cool. You can um, decide what you don't want to see in movies. It's not like a thing where they just take everything out and um, you have like a two-minute movie. It's You decide stuff that you don't want to see, stuff that doesn't bother you. You can leave it in there. And, and it was a cool way to watch this movie, which we might not have otherwise watched, especially with our kids still awake. So Yeah, I think it's great, too, because if you don't want to edit it, you don't have to. And it's the cheapest way to rent movies by now. So it's like a dollar to rent a movie. And I like that part of it a lot. And their selection is actually pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so that's it for Die Hard. Next week, we are going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. And I don't know much about this movie, to be honest. I know it's like considered like a, what's it called, I believe, a slasher movie where a lot of people die. Freddy Krueger controls dreams, something like that. Is Freddy Krueger in it? Yeah, that's yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know anything. Jason about that is movie. Friday the Thirteenth. Oh. And then there's Halloween. I think that's like the. Michael Myers is Halloween. Did I say Jason? Jason is Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Jason yeah. is Friday the Thirteenth, and yeah, Michael Myers was Halloween. Yeah. I have not seen the whole thing. I've only seen parts. I think. And Jess, I, I'm sure you've never seen it before if you didn't even no. know that Freddy was in it. I'm a wuss. I don't know things about stuff. All right. Steven? So. I've seen it, but it's been a long, long time. Okay. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I, I like horror stuff, especially like 80s horror. I'm excited to see what that's like, how it compares to like more modern stuff. So, again, that's next week. Uh, if you have anything to say about the show, you can find me on Twitter at AskTodd. Send your input, questions you want us to ask, movies you'd like us to watch, whatever you want to say, as long as it's nice. And if you like the <laughs> podcast, please leave us a review in iTunes. So if you leave a five-star review, 
will we will read it on the show. So after that pathetic like begging people last week, we didn't get any reviews this time. No, we didn't. Okay, that's why for reals, please review it. We want reviews because we're the only people reviewing our podcast right now, and it makes us sad. And it's <laughs> you know embarrassing, what? especially for Stephen and Jess with their crappy names. You know, <laughs> shut up. You know what? Even if you don't leave a five-star review, I feel like at this point any review would kind of be nice. I don't know. Just we'll take a we'll about. take a three and above. Three and above. Three and above. Like there we go. Above. Next week maybe it'll be a two. Well, you know, if we get a three, right? We have three fives, so it'll average to like a four point five, which is great. See. So. But we still don't have enough reviews to actually like show a review score for the podcast when you search for it. So think about that, friends. <laughs> so okay. called. For you probably are our friends because we've looked at the numbers and <laughs> we're guessing that everybody listening to this show has like been over to my house at least once. Yeah. So. Well, at least they used to be our friends until they listened to this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. On that note, we'll see you next week.